Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1957. The Stock Market is Not Your Economy by Chris Odegaard of theprolificinvestor.net. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. The Stock Market is Not Your Economy by Chris Odegaard of theprolificinvestor.net. Today's topic is the stock market is not your economy. If you go back to January 2nd, 2020, before COVID-19 was even part of our vocabulary, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was at 28,868 and had been on a steady climb for a number of years. If you watched any financial news, The commentary was that the stock market is rising, therefore the economy is strong. I often doubted that this was true because even though the stock market was rising, there was also some troubling but less talked about information out there. Things like social security is underfunded. The Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation is underfunded. Many state and local government pensions are underfunded. 19% of Americans have $0 to cover an emergency expense. 31% of Americans have less than $500 in emergency savings. Half of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. And the federal government has a massive amount of debt that will never be repaid. Those don't sound like the statistics of a strong economy for the average man or woman on the street. Here we are in May 2020. And while the Dow plunged to 18,591 on March 23rd, down 55% from January 2nd, it has since climbed to 24,597 as of May 18th, a 32% increase. During this time, while the Dow rose 32%, unemployment also rose from 4.4% in March to 14.7% in April and May will be even worse once those numbers are released. I think it's now safe to say that the value of the stock market in no way represents the health of the economy in general, or that of the average American. It disturbs me that the value of stocks is rising while so many Americans are hurting financially. So if we wanna be in charge of our own financial destinies, we should have metrics for our own personal economies, 
metrics that actually show how each of us is doing financially. My suggestions are as follows. Know your net worth by having a balance sheet. Know your monthly spend, the amount of your monthly bills. And know your monthly cash flow from investments. Number one, net worth. Create a personal balance sheet. Everyone should have a personal balance sheet. This is like a report card for your finances. A balance sheet is simply the value of your assets minus the value of your liabilities. Assets are things like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, patents, copyrights, trademarks, and investment real estate. The result of your balance sheet, assets minus liabilities, is your net worth. If you have 1.3 million in assets and 300,000 in debts or liabilities, your net worth is a million, for example. A balance sheet, however, only tells you part of the story. If you had a portfolio of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds totaling a million and no debt, you would be a millionaire. Unless all of the assets in this portfolio produced regular dividends, you couldn't live off this portfolio. You'd be asset rich, but cash flow poor. You'd still need a job to pay your bills. The only way to live off of this portfolio is to sell portions of your assets at regular intervals through up and down markets to generate the desired cash flow and hope that the portfolio lasts as long as you live. This is the way most Americans plan to fund their retirement, what I call the mountain of cash method. It would be similar to owning a million dollar apartment building free and clear that produced enough cash flow to pay all the building's expenses, but no extra cash flow for you. You would, again, be a millionaire, but would need a job to pay your bills. Unlike with the example previously mentioned, however, you can't sell off a portion of the building every month to produce the desired cash flow. The alternative to the mountain of cash method is to acquire assets that actually produce income, income producing assets. The two simplest examples are dividend producing stocks and investment real estate. This is where the next two metrics come into play. Number two, monthly spend total amount of your monthly bills. Your monthly spend is the amount of money that it takes to pay all your monthly bills. There's an easy and a hard way to do this. The hard way is the bottom up method where you keep track of all of your expenses during the month and add them up. The easy way is the top down method. If your net monthly pay is $7,000, what's left after taxes and social security, and of that 7,000, you save 1,000 and spend the rest, your monthly spending is $6,000. Hold on, we're going to use this number in the third metric. Number three, monthly cash flow from investments or passive income. What is passive income anyway? According to Investopedia, quote, passive income is earnings derived from a rental property, limited partnership, or other enterprise in which a person is not actively involved, end quote. Unlike active income, which is the type you earn on the job when you trade your time for money, passive income is the kind that just comes in the mail or today gets automatically deposited in your bank account every month. Passive income comes from dividend-paying stocks, royalties from patents, trademarks, and copyrights, and investment real estate. Here's the big problem. If you've been following conventional wisdom, you might not have any assets that produce passive income. 
Acquiring these types of assets isn't advertised on television, radio, or social media because they're not an easy source of assets under management fees for stockbrokers and financial planners to suck out of your portfolio. Don't worry, if you don't have any passive income, now is as good a time as any to get started. Why is monthly cash flow so important? Because as soon as this number equals or exceeds your monthly spend, you never have to work again, regardless of whether you're 35, 45, or 55 years of age. You've achieved financial independence and freedom. Passive income equals monthly spend equals financial freedom. The bottom line is, if you want to make work a choice instead of a necessity, you need to know the state of your personal economy by having a balance sheet knowing your monthly spend, and knowing your monthly cash flow or passive income. And if you don't have any assets that produce passive income, I suggest you shift your investment philosophy and start acquiring some. Limited partnerships and investment real estate are how I've chosen to supplement things like pensions and 401ks. You just listened to the post titled, The Stock Market Is Not Your Economy by Chris Odegaard of theprolificinvestor.net. For a lot of people, it can be stressful and confusing to manage their finances. Even I used to feel this way when using different finance apps. But then I tried Monarch Money and everything got so much easier. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. I think this article makes an important distinction between the collective economy and your personal economy. The word economy is defined as the wealth and resources of a country or region, especially in terms of the production and consumption of goods and services. It's also described as the careful management of available resources. My interest in one's personal economy actually led me to name my annual party about money, economy, spelled with an M-E at the end rather than an M-Y. 
And I define this as the wealth and resources of an individual or family, especially in terms of the production and consumption of goods and services, as well as the careful management of available resources to maximize life design and happiness. While we're certainly affected by the larger collective economy, we have the most control over our individual economy. And so I believe this is where we should be focusing our attention and efforts. When it comes to financial freedom or financial independence, focusing on passive income from real estate, for example, is certainly a great strategy. But I like to describe it as front-loaded effort income as it does take more work to manage a real estate portfolio versus just throwing your money into index funds. However, this article reads as if drawing down from an investment portfolio isn't a good option. And I wanted to point out that it's a great option that many pursue. I'd encourage you to read an article titled The Shockingly Simple Math Behind Early Retirement by Mr. Money Mustache which lays out how an investment portfolio worth 25 times your annual expenses can be sufficient for the rest of your life using a guideline called the 4% rule. That should do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I'll be back tomorrow as usual, so I'll see you there on the Wednesday show where your optimal life awaits.